Hello comrades, this is your host Naomi Roberson. Welcome to Writing Rants, that's W-R-A-N-T-S, little w, big R. Um, I apologize in advance for the sporadic click-clack that you might hear throughout this episode. Uh, My mic is quite sensitive, which is fantastic until you try to record something during a rainstorm when you have a slate roof. Um, But I hope that you don't get too distracted, because this week's episode is about the writing journey, and I think that this is one of the most universal experiences that we share as writers. I've seen a lot of posts on various social media platforms this week, uh, where writers are asking questions like, I've been stuck on this chapter for a month, should I give up? And, how long should it take for me to write my book? And, I got another rejection letter. Maybe this writing thing isn't for me. So I thought that it would do us all some good to have a discussion about our different writing journeys. I have my own unique convoluted story that I'll get to in a minute, but first I want to take the time to read some of the submissions that I received from fellow writers. Our first submission is from Jessica Grundy, the author of Try Me Not. Jessica told us that she first started writing poetry when she was eight years old. She started writing Try Me Not when she was 20 years old. While the manuscript only took her two years to complete, she didn't publish her work until six years later. Why? Quote, because I had trouble with computers going out on me, finding and keeping an editor, finding a cover artist, and formatting. I hate formatting, end quote. But Jessica pulled through and has since written two other books that can be found on Amazon. Our second submission is from Akinola Bidemi. Akinola told us how nobody gave him a fighting chance when he first started out. Even his wife discouraged him from pursuing writing. However, Akinola turned these, quote, stopping stones into, quote, stepping stones. We all come across our own stumbling blocks on our writing roads. Like Akinola, I was discouraged by many of my teachers and professors in high school and in college. Like Jessica, I fought with time. I used to think, man, I've been trying to write this or that book for so long, maybe I should just give it up. But I also got in my own way. I started writing when I was four years old, so I'm not going to drag you through 20 years of my struggles, but I'll start at the moment where I truly began to take writing seriously, when writing a book transitioned from a hobby to an insatiable desire, which I felt was my life's purpose, and that happened around the eighth grade. By that point, I had written a full manuscript already, um, an urban pseudo-romance, if you can believe it. I cannot express, though, how pleased I was with myself at the time. I had written a book. I wrote day in and day out that entire school year. I felt absolutely glorious. And then I actually, uh, (laughs) and then I actually read what I created, and in the words of Marlin the Clownfish, good feeling gone. It was trash. I never took the time to flesh out my characters. I didn't settle on a plot until page 250. I introduced characters that I never dealt with, and my protagonist and her love interest had the same type of conversations over and over and over again. Needless to say, I was disappointed and more than a little bit heartbroken. And to top it off, around the same time, I had one hell of an English teacher. 
He was brilliant, incredibly knowledgeable, but he lacked a certain nurturing touch. He essentially told me and the rest of our class that our writing was horrible, needed work, but would probably always be horrible. In the meantime, I had decided to do some experimentation. I began co-writing with a group of girls I knew. Um, we all had different writing styles, so it didn't quite work out, but what it did do was show me that my strength was character development. During our last hurrah, I actually created characters that inspired my latest project. I had a passion for these characters and an unyielding necessity to tell their story. But the problem of my writing sucking still persists. <laughs> this propelled me headlong into the next phase of my writing adventure. I began to emulate. I read and studied one of my favorite authors, Jane Austen, for those of you who haven't heard me rant about her prior, until I could recreate her writing style. Skip forward a year, and I could successfully write like the goddess of the Georgian era herself. I was thrilled. I felt that I had reached the peak of my success. Little old me could write like a literary great. And, uh, and then I realized that imitation was all that I could do. I'd write a story, love it, but at the end of the day, all that could be said was, Wow! Your story kind of sounds like Jane Austen. Whoop-dee-doo. I still had to develop my voice. So I emulated a handful of other authors. I combined elements from every one, gave my plot the old Naomi pessimistic twist, and blam, I found my voice over the course of a few years, mind you. Then it was time to spruce it up a little bit. How many different ways can I say the same thing? How can I introduce character descriptions? How many different ways can I start a chapter? Let's play with the different dialects, different cultures, different dialogue tags, and on and on and on. All this to say that as a writer, your voyage is never over. So what if you've been working on a book for two years? So what if you got harsh criticism? Every flaw in your abilities is an opportunity to grow and further perfect your craft. As Bo Blue points out in Heroes Within Us, quote, It gets better after every break. You will fly after every fall. That's all the time we have for today. I want to give a special thanks to Bo Blue, Jessica Grundy, Akinola Bedemi, and all of the writers who submitted their stories of their writing crusades. If you liked today's episode, hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share on social media. You're not going to want to miss our episode next week where we talk about the production of a writing atmosphere. To our faithful listeners, thank you. We could not do this without you. Until next time, comrades.